Hey guys, it's Amanda Moreno. Wanted to make this personal video announcing that I'm leaving the club. Uh, first off, I just wanted to say how happy I've been these last four years. So all these memories are something that I'm gonna hold very dear for myself. It's a very hard decision for me to make after being here so long. I just wanted to say thank you to all the fans that have been supporting me since day one. Since I first got here, we had that first game at uh, UNM. I'm never gonna forget that because that's when I really got to see the might and, and love and passion that all New Mexico brings, all the fans bring to the games. And that was my first taste of that. Even though that first year, we never got to play a home game. It was just incredible, all the support, you know, when we would go away games and all the people would be staying on the bridges, you know, waving us goodbye. Those are some memories that I'm gonna have for the rest of my career. This is a club where I got picked to go to the national team, which is something that I'm always going to be grateful for the club. If I didn't get the support and love that everyone has always given me, I would have never done as well to even get this opportunity. The goal that I scored against OKC four years ago was definitely one of the biggest memories that I'm going to keep and hold dear because that was the first goal that I scored with New Mexico. But aside from that first goal that I scored with New Mexico, I think the bicycle kick that I scored this year has to be one of the best goals I've ever scored in my career. And obviously the love that I got from the whole state, but being able to score that at home was something that I'm never, never gonna forget. The love, passion, everything we've gotten in the lab has been something, something that I'm never gonna, never gonna forget. La Familia, it's been an honor to represent these colors, this badge, the state. And I just wanted to say thank you guys Again, from the bottom of my heart for all the support you guys have given me all these years. And also thank the whole organization from the from the staff, from the media team, from everybody. Really, really thank you for how you guys have treated me, how you guys have helped me out grow as a person, as a player. And I'm always gonna have you guys in my heart for the rest of my career. I wanna say thank you for, to all the teammates that I've had over the years who've really brought the best out of me, especially after coming back from my injury. And I don't think I would have gotten that with any other team. So it's not goodbye, it's just to see you guys later. Somos Unidos. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth is crying. To, <laughs> welcome back to Somos Moss, uh, the official podcast of Somos Moss NM and your source for the latest news and notes on the Mexico United and the New Mexico runners. Um, if you're joining, if you popped in just a uh, just a second or too late, uh, we just played the goodbye video from Amando Moreno. Uh, club announced it earlier today. Amando put out a video. Uh, Amando Moreno is moving on from the black and yellow. Um, this, Funeral. I mean, really should come as really should come as no surprise. I mean, Amando Moreno is and has been one of the best players in club history. Um, you look at the numbers he's put up, you look at what he's done for this club, 24 goals over four years, including missing an entire season due to an ACL injury. Um, you know, it's bittersweet, you know, wish Amanda all the best, but I mean, this, this is a tough one. I mean, Earl, we kind of, we kind of knew that this one was coming at some point, but here we are unexpected announcement here before the end of the league season. Yeah, it definitely took me off guard. Um, especially scroll scrolling through Facebook, <clears throat> eating dinner, watching, looking at Facebook, and then out of the blue, oh, thank you, Mondo. I'm like, 
Um, okay, I thought he was under contract for at least one more year. Um, after doing some some searching on some pretty piss poor sites, um, USL. I'm looking at you. Um, yeah, turns out he is out of contract November 30th. So I mean, it's tough because this is Mondo is one of Maya's. If if anyone doesn't know, Maya is my daughter. Um, she adores Mondo. So this one's tough because she just got into soccer. She found someone new that she likes and adores. And then peace out. Well, I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, yeah, it sucks. You know, I, I hate that for Maya, you know, um, I, but that, you know, that's, and I think, you know, <laughs> saying peace out's a little harsh. Um, but I mean, that's, that's the nature of the sport. That's the nature of any sport. Yeah. You know, no one spends their entire career with a club anymore. Um, well, I should say, I don't say no one, it's few and far between that someone spends their entire career with a single club or team, no matter the sport. <laughs> I mean, you look at, you know, ac- across other sports, you know, uh, not even Michael Jordan spent his entire career. Kobe didn't, um, no, Kobe did. I apologize. Kobe did spend his entire career. Time out. Yeah. There's another person I know spent their entire career with one organization. Chipper Jones. Until he retired. <laughs> and uh, who might that be? One of the greatest Cowboys of all time, Tony Romo. Oh, good Lord. Uh, he's, you know, top 20 maybe. But, um, you know, yeah, no, it's it, it was shocking news to say the least, at least the timing of it. You know, typically the club does not make announcements until after the end of the league year. Um, we have seen other clubs go ahead and making, go ahead and uh, make announcements here so far in their own off seasons. But yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're in the chat, um, share, we, we would love to hear your favorite uh, Armando Moreno memory. I mean, obviously the, you know, the bicycle kick that he talked about stands out, you know, um, seeing him step back on the pitch after returning from the ACL injury. Another one that steps out as uh, stands out as well. Um, I mean, Mondo very quickly became a fan favorite here in here in New Mexico uh, with just his, his, the passion that he played with, the the effort that he put in, and uh, yeah, I mean this you know this season like, was really just tremendous for him, you know, getting the call up once again to the El Salvador national team and to just see how he flourished under coach Quill. I mean, big season for him. Um, I mean, Earl, what's something that stands out to you uh, in, in the times that we've had to see Amando in person, the times that we had the opportunities to, to talk to him. Is there anything that stands out for you? I mean, nothing really stands out to me. Um, just that he was a cool dude. I mean, every time we got to talk to him, he was super straightforward with us. Um, all three of us had a chance to talk to him at the end of the season, regular season, this past couple weeks ago, about a month ago now. And he said it that last year was his return season towards he was just trying to see if he could play. Mm-hmm. He wasn't sure if he could still play. And that this year was his breakout season, He and he showed it. He scored 10 goals in one season for one club. So, I mean, it's it's tough to watch him go. It really, really is. Um, 
I'm hoping he goes to a bigger league, to a bigger squad, um, and does tremendous things over there. I'm hoping to God that he winds up over with Zach and Troy and make that little reunion there. That'd be nice. Um, seeming that Troy likes to poach New Mexico United. So that'd be nice to see that happen again. Um, I'm hoping he completely leaves the region. And by uh, region, I mean El Paso and Phoenix. I'm hoping he completely goes somewhere else. Yeah, and it, it's – so if you're not familiar with how uh, how player contracts in the offseason work, typically there is a period of time um, towards the end of the season where stuff is already being renegotiated. You know, even before the league year ends, uh, teams will start to make announcements around Thanksgiving a little bit after, um, and they will you – know, the, the Mexico United historically does not – typically announce anything before the end of the league season. Um, but other teams, you know, we've mentioned El Paso, they're already making announcements. Other teams are as well. San Diego Loyal, obviously, with with uh, the club folding there, players are already moving on. Um, but so there's a lot of deals that are already being made, a lot of contracts already being discussed uh, in terms of the 2024 uh, USL championship season. But, you know, with Amondo's history, he has played in MLS before, played with Chicago Fire. Uh, he's a player that could play at that level again. He's, he's a young enough he's a young enough guy. He's got the talent. He could do it. I could see him playing you know, at a number of different clubs at the MLS level. I do believe um, he's also played in La Liga at Tijuana. Uh, I don't – I'd have to double-check that. You may be right on that as well. Um but I was just, you know, thinking more like more recent um, past couple seasons prior to coming to us. But um, yeah, I mean, there there will always be rumors flying around. We've heard rumors. We we sincerely hope that Amando is not <laughs> staying. You know, like you said, in the region. Um, we hope that he is moving on elsewhere to a bigger league, to a bigger opportunity. I mean, he will he'll stand out. And club history, um, as you know, I, I arguably you could say one of the all-time greats at the at least, you know, I think it, I think it's, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, you know, that even ten years from now, that the club still has Amando, you know, or that people still remember Amando as as one of the guys, you know, one of the big guys for this club and, and its history. Uh, for his contributions, you know, on the pitch, um, you know, you look at his look at his goals. He stands third all time, and uh, I'd have to double check the the. Um, uh, I apologize. I have to check, double check the the U.S. Open Cup goals. I don't I have to see if he has any, but just in league play, Mondo has twenty four goals through four seasons with the club, which puts him third all time behind bees and uh, Devin Sandoval. So um, yeah, I just, it's, it was really a surprise to see that today. Um, but yeah, like you said, you know, that, that after that last home match, you know, we all had the opportunity to sit down and, or stand down in the dugout, talk to Moreno and super nice guy. Every time we talk to him, always super appreciative of the fans and, and his teammates, and 
yeah, I mean, you could sense how proud he was of what the club accomplished this year uh, in that last interview they did. And we can, and what I'll do is I'll put the audio out on the podcast feed as well. Um, that way, you know, it, it's out there uh, again uh, for everyone to hear that. But yeah, I'm I just truly classy guy. Armando was one of the nicest guys. Um, and, and the fan, again, he was always good with the fans. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, this was not how <laughs> we had intended to start the show originally, but you know, when, when stuff like this breaks, you know, like we've got, we've got that to talk about. So, um, <clears throat> Earl, before we came on air, you, you would say that you hoped that the club would have a response to this. Um, and by response, you mean you know, the club has someone locked and loaded and ready to, uh, ready to fill that spot. But, you know, are there any names that come to mind and why are you on the floor? <laughs> Once again, back on the floor over here. Um, one, I'm not on the floor because people don't put pictures on the floor like that. Um, and Robert, it's nice to have you back. Um, don't know where you've been. You weren't missed, that's for sure. Um, and two, once again, I'm not on the floor because the clocks don't belong on the floor. Pictures don't belong on the floor. And that's a fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, appreciate you popping in and derailing. I don't. Just a bit. Like I said, you weren't missed. Um, there's a couple names that, that stick out in mind right now that United can go at least try to grab or explore, uh, especially locally in the USL market. Um, one of them being Ronaldo Dumas. That's a name. I, I think I think Dumas would be a lot of fun to have. We've seen what he's done over the past couple of seasons, um, you know, with Orange County and then uh, you know, with, uh, with San Diego. Like he's he's fun. Yeah, Ronaldo Damas is one that stands out crazy hardcore in my mind. Um, I think that's the only one that really that really picks my brain. Is one I I guess that's the one I really want to see is that Ronaldo Damas to United. I would love to see that uh, graphic and clip come through, and I'd be I'd be happier than. Jesus on a pogo stick. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Damas is certainly an interesting name. And obviously with San Diego folding uh, after this season, you know, some of the players are already making moves. Uh, we know that, uh, that El Paso assigned a couple players from San Diego Loyal already. Uh, Damas is certainly a name that I, I think a lot of people would not mind seeing. Now, in terms of uh, you know, realistically, I mean, there's not – it's – there's bound to be another. There's bound to be other talents somewhere that can bring to the pitch what Amando Moreno did, um, and Damas is a guy who who can do that. He's creative. He's pacey. He's, you know, he's certainly a guy that can help fill those shoes. Um, but in terms of getting over with the fans, I, I think <laughs> I think that's a tall task, you know. Uh, but with the club ethos and what the and what what's happened since day one, I, you know, it's going to be one of those things where the expectation is that 
whoever comes in is going to put in the work to to earn the respect uh of the of the supporters so um but yeah it's certainly not certainly not the first certainly not the move we expected to hear about first we've postulated that there might be some other moves uh coming up um some players that we think might not be back. We talked about a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, we missed last week. Uh, scheduling just didn't work out for us. Um, but I mean, Sam Hamilton is a guy that may not be around too much longer. Um, there's some other guys as well. But Earl, how much longer do you think it's going to be? I mean, given that the club has put made the announcement earlier than usual, um, when do we see the next round of announcements as far as who is uh, coming or going? I think now that we've seen the first one, it usually takes the first one to break the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, usually the first elephant cracks the ice, and then the second one breaks it through. Um, today's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Today's Tuesday. Carry the two, divide by four. <laughs> you never know with United, that's for sure. That, that's definitely true. Um, Earl, please See, we always do math on stream ever. We we always thought that we would always see announcements after the season, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and by after the season, I mean after the final happens, and that's that. Um, like you said, this is unusually early for us. Um, this is also Coach Quill's first offseason with us, so he might have a different way of running the ship. So, I don't know. I I would love to see... I would love to see it happen sooner than later, but at this point, I will just sit on my thumbs and wait like an anthropod. <laughs> Word of the day? Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I mean, I, you, you had, I mean, some of you were Googling how to fit that one in, right? Actually, I, the way I Googled it was I was going to do a fun fact. Um, like one of those, listen. But I decided to just throw it out there. That was actually Marlena's word of the day. So good luck finding Maya's word of the day. All righty. We'll, uh, we'll try to figure that one out here as well. Um, but yeah, if you, if you missed the video, we're not going to, we're not going to play it again. You can go see Amando's goodbye video over on his Instagram page. Um, continue to follow him there, support him there. Um, again, hopefully. And also this is a shameless plug for Amando. Um, if you're interested, he is also streaming now. Mm-hmm. I saw um, that. So- you can find him on most major streaming networks, um, like gaming streaming, not like Netflix or shit like that. I'm talking like <laughs> Kick, YouTube. Um, I don't know if he's doing it in Facebook yet, but I know Kick and YouTube for sure. Maybe Twitch as well. He is on Twitch. Uh, if you want to go follow Amanda Moreno on Twitch, he. El Sayin. Nope. <laughs> you're wrong there that is amando's twitch page if you'd like to give him a follow it looks like he's been streaming uh call of duty and super saying yeah 
that is Amando's Twitch channel. So go give him a follow, show your support. Um, as long as he's not in El Paso powder blue or in Phoenix red. So, um, so speaking of El Paso powder blue, real quick, real quick. Okay. I know we're not El Paso fans here, and I will never be an El Paso fan here. Um, but have you seen some of that El Paso freebie stuff that they're giving? I have not, nor do I care. Nor do I either, but they're uh, they're going on like some super discounts, like 15% off, 15% off. And I'm trying to find it real quick, so it's cool. You know what's even better than El Paso giving you discounts on shit? What? The Mexico United has a pop-up in Coronado Mall. I saw that. Yeah, they do. Went by there the other day. They have uh, kits, magnets, decals, all sorts of stuff. So uh, go in and give their pop-up stand workers some... I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, you can. I'm telling you now, that sugar skull right there, if it was not El Paso, I'm all for it. I was just about to remove you for showing El Paso merch on stream. Well, no, that's why I said if it was not El Paso, I'm all for it. But it is El Paso, <laughs> so I'm not for it. But that sugar skull right there is sweet. Okay. Well, if for some reason you're like Earl and want to go support El Paso, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what you're doing here, but you know, because uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's been it's uh, been a day of announcements in in there. Um, so obviously, Armando Moreno moving on. And then the news came out today that the USL has signed a new media rights agreement. Uh, this is USL and CBS Sports reached landmark multi-year rights agreement. Multi-platform deal between, across CBS Television Network, Paramount Plus, CBS Sports Network, and CBS Sports Golasso Network will include 100 matches annually through 2027 including both the USL Championship and League One. So again, this is going to be select matches, including the USL Championship Final, which will be on CBS television. Over-the-air coverage for the first time ever. Uh, as a league, I should say. Now, obviously, individual clubs own local media rights. They can do what they want with that. But this will be a, these will be national broadcasts on over-the-air television for the league, for a USL championship and League One. Um, now, there are some caveats to this. There's only a certain percentage of matches that will actually be shown on the over-the-air CBS networks. There will be other matches. Uh, the majority of the matches will be on either Paramount Plus, CBS Sports Network, or CBS Sports Colosso, which, by the way, CBS Sports Colosso can be found free on Pluto TV, also on the website and on the CBS app. So, uh, or maybe it's the Sports Colossal app. I don't, one of the apps, you can get Colossal Network for free. So uh, there will also be, uh, so there'll be 20, uh, more than uh, CBS Sports will televise more than 20 USL matches on CBS Sports Network and 75 USL matches each season on CBS Sports Colossal Network, which is a 24-7 soccer streaming network across multiple platforms, including Paramount+. Plus. Um, now this is not the only news to come out today. It's, I know there were people were concerned about the rest of the 200 plus matches that are still available. Now word is that there's an additional coming soon. 
about future streaming rights for the other matches with ESPN+. Plus. So supposedly, you're going to be able to watch new, uh, USL and USL League One across ESPN and CBS for the next several years. Um, now, this is also reportedly a very good financial deal for the league uh, with uh, higher media or higher a higher buy-in from CBS. Uh, so you're looking at going from a million dollars a year, which is what was reported for the ESPN Plus deal, to potentially close to seven, eight million dollars a year for the league. So um, we we do get CBS and New Mexico, Robert. We do. Um, it will. Uh, it will remain to be seen which matches. Obviously, we won't know until closer to the next year. Believe um, it or not, Robert, we um, we actually do get TV channels out here too. We do. Um, like right now, I'm watching the local elections. Yeah, yeah, politics. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is a big deal for the clubs, uh, for the league, and, and not only will live matches be streamed, the Golasso Network will also provide. Uh, analysis commentary of USL competition throughout its live studio pro- programming, including shows such as Morning Footy, Box to Box, and Scoreline. Um, I mean, this is huge. This is a huge deal. Um, obviously, the league is now it will be you know available in more places. Uh, more people are going to be available to see it. Obviously, if you're already a subscriber to, to Paramount Plus, this is a huge get because you already get the uh, Champions League and all that fun stuff. Um, but I mean, Earl, to you, I mean, obviously there's going to be the matches are going to be split across multiple platforms, across multiple streaming services. Um, is there enough here to entice you to go over to CBS and, and pick up maybe a Paramount Sports, Paramount Plus subscription if you weren't already subscribed? Or I mean, is this just or does this just muddle the waters in terms of broadcast rights and where to find things? Carlos, how you doing? Carlos, what's up, man? I'll be texting you after Seth stops talking, just so you know. Um, no, I'm all for it. I mean, more eyes on the USL means bigger names in the future. I mean, you saw it when MLS went to I'm trying to think who they went to a few years back when they got Zlatan. I think it was when they first hit ESPN. Uh, that's whenever. Galaxy went and picked up Zlatan. I mean, having more eyes on the USL allows more chances for lower leagues like the USL one, smaller clubs such as Forward Madison, and oh, there was that new one, Charlotte, I think it is, or um, there was a new club that I was interested in. It allows them to get more eyes on them and be able to attract fans who wouldn't necessarily stop by to watch. Yeah. So Carlos, to your point here, we did, we did address that here a moment, uh, just a few minutes ago. We did say that the uh, sports go CBS sports go was available for free on, uh, on Pluto TV, uh, the CBS sports app and CBS sports.com. So um, you don't necessarily need it. I was just pointing out that, Hey, you can go, what does this, you know, I was trying to ask it, does this make you more likely to go subscribe to Paramount plus because you know, Paramount plus already carries over 2,500 live matches per year uh, across various leagues. So with the addition of USL league one, a USL championship over there, you know, doesn't throw that in there, but 
But yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, you know, a, a bigger media rights deal, a bigger buy-in from a large uh, network um, is obviously good for the league. Provide, it helps provide additional stability for the league from a financial standpoint. Also gives them, you know, more platforms for eyes to be on. I think of, of all of this, I think the OTA coverage is the biggest deal of that because, you know, you've got a, you've got a national – a national TV network that's going to be carrying live matches, albeit very few. Um, but for yeah, for the championship final to be on a uh, on a channel where you don't have to pay to watch it, I mean that's huge. I mean that's huge. The only problem with that is that you, <laughs> the the programming slot that that's going to go in. You know, again, we're right in the middle of NFL season, so put it on a Sunday. If you do it Sunday night, you get Sunday night football. You know, you put it on Sunday afternoon. You obviously got, you know, you know, NFL Sunday. So, and if you put it, try to put it on Saturday, like this weekend, you've got college football as a CFP is making its run towards the end of the season. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what time slot they put that in. Maybe they move it to like a Monday or Tuesday night, which I think is a, not a great idea. But see, I'm, I, that gives you opportunity I'm to put it in front of more, more eyes. I'm actually okay with it being on like a Saturday, especially Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, because typically the big games played are for for college football at least, uh, like the big headline games, are typically in the morning time. Typically eleven o'clock, eleven thirty, two o'clock at the latest. Well, I mean, this weekend you get like this weekend you get UGA and Ole Miss at like five o'clock. So once again, teams that matter play. Play at important times. I mean, <laughs> uh, UGA is number one. Ole Miss is number nine or ten. You lie. So you lie. I know. You I think false news. UGA is number two. I apologize. UGA is number two in the CFP. Yeah, but in the you coaches know, poll and in, in AP you know poll, who's number one? one? You know who's uh, number one? Ohio State. O H I O. Yeah, I, I think I think Ohio State should not be number one, but that's just me. Um, but they are. Yeah, they are. Um, You're not a Georgia fan. You're a Georgia Tech fan. No, I'm fan. not. I am a Georgia the bandwagon. I'm not on the bandwagon. <laughs> I'm not saying Georgia should be number one either because I don't think that Georgia is the best team in the nation. I think They're the not. Lobos are. Oh, good Lord. Lobos have three games left to try to salvage a bowl berth this year, and they've got Fresno State, Boise State, and somebody else, and I don't see them winning any of those three. See, so. I like I like Carlos's um, comment. Take that, and that's exactly what I was getting to. You could by f- by five o'clock on Saturday afternoon, you're scrounging for something to watch. We're lucky this weekend because there's a top five team playing. Mm-hmm. What what but, if as what if they did it on Sunday night and use the late game on CBS as a lead into that as as a potential like as a, as a lead in you know like because not all Sunday know. night games are good too. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean anytime the Cowboys play, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you saw them almost beat the Eagles. I mean, maybe, but uh, who's really watching UNM San Jose? Say, I, I don't disagree with you, Carlos. No one's Seth watching is. that. I, I'm not watching that. Um, Seth is on his million subscriptions that he owns. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as a whole, I think this is a really good deal for the league. I think it, it helps with exposure. Um, and the buried at the bottom of this, and I don't know if we caught the, the bottom of this announcement. Um, in 2024, 
with the addition of Rhode Island FC and North Carolina FC, who we know is moving back up to championship in League One after winning the League One title this year. 25 teams will compete in the USL Championship in 2024. So 25 teams next season with Rhode Island making their debut and North Carolina moving back up after self-relegating to USL League One. And then, and to also in 2024, USL League One will have 12 clubs playing, including Spokane Velocity, the newest member of League One. So that's the one I was interested in. Yeah. Because they're maybe it's a, it's a, like a Z that their logo is. So I'll I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, so I, I think and those two things are kind of buried in that announcement. But I think it's interesting um, that the league is once again going with an unbalanced schedule. I think it's going to be thirteen in the in the east and twelve in the west. Um, um, hang on. So here is the logo for uh, Spokane Velocity. Nope, that's not the one I was looking at. I don't remember what it was. But, uh, yeah, I, we don't disagree with that at all, Carlos. We don't bring, bring back UNM men's soccer. Absolutely. Bring it back. Um, and terrible the timing. football team. Yeah, Exactly. Terrible timing for them to uh, for them to kill off UNM men's soccer, especially with United coming in. There, there was so much room for for them to promote that, but that, that's something that's a conversation we've had before. A conversation we don't necessarily need to have again, but um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens, to see what games end up where. Um, obviously, if as long as production value stays the same, like I have no problem with this announcement at all i have no problem with um uh with with usl spreading their wings and going to other platforms um especially with sports goal also being uh widely available for free um I, this is huge it really is i think it's a huge deal for usl uh i and i think it helps bring more legitimacy to it and i think it shines a spotlight on how poor mls has handled their rights deals sticking everything on on uh, Apple. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and maybe this is something that helps prompt teams to more teams, I should say, to get local media rights deals. You know, maybe we and see. I'm, actually, I'm glad that the USL didn't just agree to Apple TV because you know they're in the running. <clears throat> you know, Apple TV put some kind of bid in. I'm just a hundred percent happy that USL did not say, you know what, let's make it a North American channel base and go with Apple TV, mm -hmm. because no one watches Apple TV. Let's be honest. I have a free subscription, and I don't even watch Apple TV. <laughs> I watched it for uh, Ted Lasso, and that's and, about it. Yeah, that's about. It. I mean, there, there's some other shows I want to check out. I haven't watched them yet, but you know, Ted Lasso, obviously. Um, obviously the big thing on there for, for me anyway, but yeah, no, it's, um, this will be good, you know, uh, and again, more eyes on the league, always a good thing. Um, and that kind of brings us into our, our last topic of that because really ahead of today, we had one topic to talk about. <laughs> um, and that is of course the USL championship final. For the past um, two weeks, we've had one topic to talk about. Pretty much. Carlos, have a good one, buddy. Thanks for popping in.
appreciate you being here. Um, Carlos, I'll text you here in a few minutes. But yeah, I mean, uh, USL Championship final is this weekend. Phoenix Rising against Charleston Battery. Um, Earl, all of our brackets went to shit. Um, my bracket went to shit the first week. I don't yeah, want to hear it. Yours sure did. Um, I, I certainly thought San Antonio was going to do better than they did. Uh, and Marlena had had Orange County, which was not a bad pick at all. But um, yeah, it's this is not the final that anybody, that, as far that I know of, saw coming. Um, and I mean, Rising Cop got hot at the right moment. And really aside from their loss to us in the lead up to it, like, you know, lost to us. I mean, they, they and it's weird. Cause you know, they came in on five, they came in the playoffs on five, uh, on five winless. And now here they are, you know, in the cup final. I, so yeah, it's, and then obviously, you know, battery came in, uh, as a three seed out of the East, but I mean, the, I, I did not expect it at all. Um, <clears throat> looking at this matchup, Earl, I mean, we have no, we have no dog in this fight. I mean, do you, do you resort to going for the Western conference team because, you know, they're out of the West or do we just, you know, as a neutral pick a side that, you know, we want to see. So there's this cool saying that Jacob and I, have had for four years now. Mm-hmm. Fuck Phoenix. There you go. I, I, I can't so disagree. That answers my question. That answers yeah. your question, I'm sure. Hey, there you go, folks. That's our preview of the USL Championship Final. <laughs> I'm going um, to and say peace. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, are you going to watch on Sunday? What time do they play? Uh, I believe it's seven o'clock. At night? No, five five o'clock. Uh, five o'clock Mountain. Oh, you fucking sorry. crazy? Five o'clock Mountain on Sunday night. On a Sunday. Yeah. I know. I guess it's right. better than the national, the college national championship, playing on Monday afternoon, Monday night. I might watch. Well, I mean, when, when if you're talking about the NCAA, you know, uh, final, then I mean. Putting that on a Monday night when it's not by the Super Bowl, not a bad idea. But I mean, it's, it's terrible from someone from the vantage point of someone who wants to stay up and watch everything. But you know, um, yeah, it's I don't know. Like I, I look at this one, and again, Phoenix caught fire at the right time. Uh, they're playing really well. Battery are playing really well. You know, you go back and you look at, uh, you know, how they played in, in the in the tournament, and it, it's hard, even though Battery is the higher seed, it's hard for me to really favor them. But at the, I, I I just don't know. You, you never know what Rising is going to show up, no matter what game, no matter what game they play. So. I mean, looking at this, at this final here, I'm going battery. You know, and I and I have I, a sworn I, vow to never root for a Phoenix team <laughs> ever since the Junior Fleming bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
or just because of the fact that you know they're all they're Phoenix. That too. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean Phoenix is not necessarily good on the road. Battery's pretty good at home. Um battery had a better season. I, I think battery is I think I do think battery is a better team, top to bottom. But I mean this rising team can can play with anybody in the league. So it depends on what rising shows up on Sunday, but I, I think it's going to be battery. Um, but that's just me. I'm hoping it's battery. I really am because that's the last thing we need to hear is from Mike vagina plaster. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, so Earl, I, I did have one more topic and it just came to mind. I, I wanted to ask you. MLS playoffs are going on as well. Obviously, you know, the wild card round was last week and the fighting Troyless Saints did not go through. Unfortunately, lost on penalties to FC Cincinnati. I mean, what a heck of a of a job by Troy and his and his team to come back and even push that the penalties. Um, but looking at I was looking at today, I'm looking at the way that the format is for MLS playoffs. I fucking hate it. And now that Nashville is out. Um, and Atlanta United continues to play on <laughs> after thumping Columbus crew today by a final of four to two. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to ask you about this format. Now, obviously in, in major league baseball, NBA, you have the best of series, best of five, best of three, whatever. Um, there's not a best. Well, I guess there is technically, but, um, we're used to in European soccer. We're used to the home and away legs of of cups, right? Now, this the the way the MLS playoffs are set. I fucking hate this. You play a best of three series in soccer. Like this is beyond dumb. Now, like. Take for example, you look at you know Atlanta and Columbus. The first match, Columbus won two 0 at home. Uh, the second match, Atlanta won 4-2 at home. Now, if this was in Europe, um, you know, this would go to, uh, you know, they have their own format over there. You know, it, it, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Columbus would win based on away goals because they've got two away mm-hmm. goals, right? Now, that's not how we do things here in the U.S. Here in the U.S., we say, no, nah, we're going to play a third game. So Atlanta and Columbus, they played on Wednesday, November 1st. They played today. Now they're going to play again on Wednesday to see who advances to the, to the second round of the MLS Cup. This is a fucking stupid format. Like, I so here's my thing. This. You want to make this interesting? This is me in charge. Mimic the NBA. Mm-hmm. I know running 90 minutes is tough. Um, but if you're playing early round, like wild card, first round, you can survive two matches to where you mimic exactly the NBA, how they do it. Not the best of seven, because that's, that's a little too much. But you play your first game, you can even play it on a Monday. You play your second game Wednesday. That gives you Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to rest. Mm-hmm. And play your next game Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday. 
But no, you have your first game on a Monday or a Wednesday, whatever the fuck you want to do it at. And then you wait two weeks, play your second game. And then you wait two more weeks to play your third game. No, it's it stretches well, the season no. out way too long and you lose interest. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm not saying stretch it out. I mean, it's not like, you know. But the way like they have it. Yeah. But the way that, but the way they have it too just doesn't work. Like, I just yeah, don't the way like they it. have it right now stretches the season out just way too long and you lose fan interest immediately. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so, the, um, so in Europe, they do split those home and away matches mm-hmm. and they are usually a couple of weeks apart, but, but it's all played within the confines of the regular season. Now here, you know, again, Atlanta and Columbus, they're playing three games in seven days against each other, which is just, it, it's just dumb. It just really is like, eh. Like you look at the the way the, the playoffs are set up. I mean, Seattle and Dallas are going to go to a third game, you know. Um, SKC advanced over St. Louis. That eight C beat the one C there, which I think is phenomenal. Um, you know, you've got uh, <clears throat> RSL and Houston having to play a third match. Uh, LAFC advanced. You know, Orlando advanced. Atlanta and Columbus play a third match. Uh, Philadelphia at New England. They play tomorrow. And then, you know, Cincinnati advanced, you know, on penalties over, over Troy. But like, I just, I hate this. Like, why not just play, if you're going to do the legs, throw in the, ag- throw in the away goals, throw in the aggregate, you know, throw in, throw in the aggregate goals. Okay. And then if you got the, if that's, if that's level, throw in the, the away goals, like don't make teams play three, go- three matches in seven days. I think that's a stupid idea. And it, it just, I think it, I think it really brings down the, I, I don't want to say authenticity. I I think it brings down the. It brings I, down I, the interest. That's uh, what I'm yeah. Saying. Yeah, no, it does. I also think it, I think it hurts the, the integrity mm-hmm. of the tournament. You know, because, because if you're an Atlanta fan, granted, I'm a I'm a Nashville fan, so I never have any kind of hope. Um, <laughs> I'm also a Cowboys fan, so I'm used to this. I'm also a Cubs fan. I mean, there's a recurring theme where I enjoy disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a as a Atlanta fan, I mean, you guys are looking forward to playing Houston. Now you have to wait a whole nother game to get there. Uh, we get Orlando if we win. <laughs> well, so I'm saying just. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Like you oh, guys yeah. already you guys are already in and through. <laughs> now you guys have to wait for that next game to be played to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just, it's it's um I mean what I'll, will I tune in on Wednesday? Yeah, absolutely. But it's just, I, I think it's a terrible way to do it, you know. But <laughs> of course I will, Earl. Yeah, Gosh. you know what I'll be doing on Wednesday. What's that? Not that, that's for sure. Not that. <laughs> Let me. I want to double check this because I want to make sure that I, I know like what day they are actually playing. They're playing on the twelfth. I do apologize. So yeah, on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. That's Saturday. Yeah. Like it's just it's just dumb. Like I don't like it. I don't like the way that this is set up. I don't. I think there's a far better way to do it. You know. But, bit of a rant. I do apologize. Necessary though. Like, MLS, get your shit together. But all right. 
I mean, I think that's it. I didn't have anything else. Earl, do you have anything else you want to talk about this evening? No, I don't got nothing. All right. Well, uh, in that case, thank you to everyone who popped in this evening. Robert, Carlos, appreciate both of you popping in the chat and, and, and talking with us. If you're hanging out, watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, lurking, commenting, listening later in the week, we do appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, Earl, are we good to – oh, did we announce our special – we didn't announce our special guest. Are we still good for next week? We are still good for next week, and I will confirm it once again later on tomorrow probably because it's already 10 o'clock. Perfect. Um, um, so as of two weeks ago – um, as it has became a recurring tradition for us, before the New Mexico runners kick off their season, we also like to join them with that. So with that being said, next week we have a special guest. Uh, next week we have owner and founder of the New Mexico runners, Andres Trujillo. Can't wait for that. Uh, Andres, obviously you friend of the show uh we love covering the runners we have given them some uh, some eyes and ears uh to their season can't wait to talk to him about the upcoming runner season up at the rio rancher event center uh keep an eye out folks for player announcements ticket information all that fun stuff can't wait to see the runners back in action um so and obviously be back next week when we talk to andres about about everything so um yeah, can't wait for that. Earl, I do want to ask you, if you can, can you get me um, – I'll text you I'll text you here in a minute. But um, I, 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 small favor. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll uh, – so I have to do something for school. Uh, one of my classes, I need to do an interview. And so I wanted to reach out and talk to someone that we've talked to before. But I have to, like, get them to sign, like, a waiver and stuff for my school so that they, they can use it. Um but so I, I I need to see if uh, you can help me out with that. But yeah, just um, shoot it over, just email it over to me, and I can send it over to Andres real quick. All right, cool, appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so thank you to everyone again. Podcast will be live and podcast feeds later this week. If we're not on your podcast catcher of choice, please let us know. I'll make sure we get a, get the show on there. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Obviously, the USL Championship Final, five o'clock Mountain Time Sunday evening. Uh, tune in, watch that, root for battery. Uh, but for Jacob, for Earl, for myself, thank you guys all so very much. And until next time, somos unidos. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.